Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding forth on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We just praise the Lord that you're here with us, wherever you're hearing us this morning. And we want to we want to bring you another study on the this general theme, Satan, the God of this world, under the under the title this morning of Satan's devices. We're looking at Satan's devices, and we got started there in our last study. Let me call your attention to some of Satan's devices which he uses to draw men's soul to sin. That's right. His first device is to entice the individual to sin, to present the bait, and hide the hook. And then Satan is a master fisherman. He knows how to cover his hook and bait and, and uh, all of that. He does, just like the old fisherman does. Don't let the hooks be shown. He knows how to present the golden cup and hide the poison. He knows how to present the sweet, the pleasure, and the profit to the individual who yields to sin. And yet at the same time, he knows how to hide from the soul the wrath and misery that will follow. That's right, certainly father committing sin. Back when I was a young youngster coming up on the farm, we didn't have any electric lights. We had an old coal oil lamp sit on the table there at night for supper, and the big old moth would get in the house, and he'd fly right for the light. He'd go straight. He didn't go up in the other room where it was dark. No, he came for the light. And if you didn't watch him, he'd go down your uh, bosom or go down your, your back collar, but he was aiming for the light there on the table. Many times I've seen him go in there, and the flame would squinch him right quick, and he'd be dead, and we'd take him out later and dump him out in the yard. But that's what the Satan does. He's, he's that old enticer. He knows how to hide the, uh, the hook all the time. That's right. He knows how to cover it up, and he knows how to, how to, uh, to, to entice his poor soul to sin. Let's notice how our first parents were caught there in the garden, according to Genesis 3, 4, and 5. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God, know, God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. That's right. That's what he said. Here's the bait. Listen, your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods. Now, he didn't tell them that they would die. He didn't tell them that they would lose their sinless uh, state. No, he didn't tell them that. It looked sweet and pleasant and profitable to the eye, but oh, how he hid the hook there. The shame, the wrath, the misery, the loss, the judgment that followed. He hid all of that. First, in the opening of the eyes to the anticipation of joy, and the second is the opening of eyes to the shame and confusion. So it is in every bait that Satan holds out to the individual. The promise looks good. That's right. That's right. The promise looks good. It reminds me of a lot of this advertising we see now in the paper or hear it on the radio or hear it on the television. And all of this, uh, nothing down and nothing a month for so many months. But you come down to the end of that advertisement, if it's over the radio, they have to say all of that little stuff at the end. They say it so fast you can't hear it. But in the paper or in the magazine, the print is so small that you can't read it. But all of that is the bad part, my friend. Now, Satan doesn't want you to see the bad part. No, all he wants you to see is the glitz and the glitter and all of those things to attract you to those things, and then you're hooked. That's right. That's right. He gave Adam, and, and they said there he gave Adam and Eve the, the forbidden fruit, and what happened? It cost them paradise. Judas got 30 pieces of silver and went to hell. They held out 30 pieces of silver there to old Judas, but they didn't say, now, my, my Judas, my friend, when you take this money and betray our blessed Lord, that you're going to hell for your trouble. No. Satan deceives the individual by his gold bait 
and leads them to a fool's paradise. Now, that's true, my friend. He promises honor, but he gives shame. One day, according to Matthew 4, Satan held out the golden bait to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he showed him his beauty of, of all that bewitching world, Christ saw the bait. He knew the hook was there. And his tempting objects did not win the affection of Christ. No. The Holy Spirit would, oh, that the Holy Spirit would open my eyes and yours day by day that we see that all that glitters is not gold. Oh, my friend, I, 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 I try to talk to young people these days when they go out into the world to make a home, that all that glitters is not gold, that they don't need that uh, brand-new automobile that they can't afford. They don't need all the luxury of, of uh, high-class apartments that they can't afford. They don't need all those fancy clothes. If they just live within their means, it's a sin, my friend, to soak yourself in debt, and then for long it's bankruptcy court for you. All of that is a trick of Satan to keep you bowed down, burdened down. And if a person is uh, minded to pay the tithe and the offering, you get into debt like that, you can't pay anything, and then you blame God for it. Oh, my friend, that your eyes, you young people, coming up these days, I wish you would take note. Don't, don't, don't feel like you must have everything. Ask the Lord to lead you and guide you and direct you. That's right. Don't get wrapped up in Satan's bait. No, because that leads to hell, my friend. You may ask the question, Pastor, old trailblazer, how, how can I escape this temptation? My advice, based on God's word, is to keep at the greatest distance from sin and playing with the golden bait. Now, my friends, you talk about you, you want to you you be free from sin as, as much as you can. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. You see the nightlife, stay away from it. You see all of the this, this, this stuff on the TV, stay away from it. Turn that damnable thing off. Turn it to the wall or send it to the junk house or whatever. But all it does is causes you to sin. Your eyes sit there and feast upon that uh, nudity, frontal nudity now on the TV. In the prime time, all of that, even the news has frontal nudity on it many times, my friend. That's what they tell me. I don't really know. I don't have a television. But I know what I see, and I know what folks tell me. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said. Abstain from all appearances of evil. Did you hear what he said? Abstain from all appearances of evil. Abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. That word abhor here means to hate it as hell itself. That's right. To hate it with a horror. Ask God to give you a detestation for sin, that you might detest sin and let you see sin as it is and give you an utter hatred for it. You, you, uh, you young people coming up now, you uh, feel like you must have a drink and must get in the, in the social standing, have a drink now and then. I wish you'd, I wish you'd go down into the uh, nightlife part of your town one night and uh, see, see those uh, poor men and women laying in the gutter in their own vomit. See them there. Go on down to the local jail on a Saturday night late. See how many have been picked up for drinking and drunkenness. And then, if you could, visit one of those homes where that man has been picked up and visit that home where the wife is home with two or three uh, hungry children or, or uh, half-naked children because that's sin. That's what sin does. Did you know sin has a payday? It does. Sin, sin is lots of pleasure in sin, but also it has a payday, my friend. Oh, it's a payday, and, and I, I, I can't describe it for you. I just can't. But if you just ask the Lord, ask the Lord to give you grace. It's our wisest and safest course to stand at the furthest distance from sin. <coughs> that is, not go near the house of the harlot. 
to flee all appearance of sin. Stay away from the bar room. Stay away from anything that has an appearance of sin. We see Joseph, who kept at a distance from sin, from playing with Harlan, with Satan's golden bait, go down to his grave without a blotch upon his character. Oh, say, oh, oh, Joseph, listen, listen. He, he was thrust there into Potiphar's home where Potiphar's wife tried to uh, seduce him, but what did he do? He suffered 13 years in the prison for just taking a stand against sin because she accused him unjustly. But listen now, listen. Someone has said if there were no God to punish sin, no devil to torment him, no hell to burn him, no man to see him, yet, yet would he not sin for the ugliness and filthiness of sin and the grief of his own conscience? Sin is a plague, and how few in this present day tremble that uh, tremble at it that tremble at it and keep a distance from how many? How few, my friend? How few? I saw recently in the paper where this spring break, they call it, these young high school students uh, breaking out and going down on the beach there in Florida and Mississippi and, and spending those weekends in sex orgies. And, and uh, they said the, uh, the tattoo artist uh, just made a, a, a windfall profit. Many of our, our beach areas now have... Uh, uh, closed off those places because there's so much sin going on, so much rabble-rousing, so much tearing up their property that they've uh, set them apart. They've roped them off, said, no, don't come here. Don't come here. We don't. But yet they go to some place that will take them, and they just uh, sleep together and all of those things, the young men and young women, no, 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 uh, no, no fear there of sin. Listen, folks, listen. There's enough sin in one man's heart if turned loose to affect the whole world. That's right. That's right. I, I tell you, yeah, there's a pleasure in sin, but, oh, there's pleasure at the right hand of God. I wish I, wish, I wish I had the vocabulary to say what's on my heart this morning, my friend. I do. I wish I had the vocabulary to sit here behind this microphone and tell you of the wiles of Satan, tell you how that he has a snare set just for you. You may be socially clean and pure, but Satan has a snare for you. You may be uh, a young man, a young woman coming up out of high school now and going out into college or going out into the world to work. Satan has a trap for you. Oh, it looks harmless to smoke a cigarette, don't it? How many are dying with lung cancer, even if that was not a sin? Oh, listen, how many are dying with liver cancer because of, of the liquor industry, my friend? We see these Hollywood stars and, and ball players and all these famous people who can afford it. They're having transplanted livers, transplanted this, transplanted that, and they'll go back to drinking and smoking and carousing and burn out this. I wonder how many they think they can have. But it's all sin, my friend. Oh, it glitters. Yes, it glitters. They tell you the beer commercial said, well, it, uh, it can't get any better than this. That's what they say. It never gets any better than this. And they have now gotten every kind of attraction there is to attract our young people's hearts and lives to, to, to take their first drink, to take their first smoke. They think it's cool to smoke. They think uh, Joe Camel, oh, my friend, listen, I know what I'm talking about. I've been out there, and it's easy for Satan to set that trap for you. He says, uh, come on now, your friends all do this. Come on now, your friend's going to think hard of you if you don't go ahead and take a little drink with them. Come on, next day it'll be two drinks, next day it'll be three. Listen, I know, I know what it is, my friend. Listen, I know what it is. I've had members of my family going out into eternity, alcoholic, without hope and without God. I know what it is, my friend. I know what it is firsthand to see folks 
die in their sin. Old Satan laughing and clapping, my friend, when he takes you out of this world. Going out into eternity lost. Why? Because of sin. Oh, you say a little, little of this. No, my friend. Sin is sin. There's no big sin or little sin. But let me tell you before we have to close. Did you know that Christ died for sinners? Our, our Lord died for sinners. I don't come here with doom and gloom preaching. Folk call us a hellfire and damnation preacher. No. We preach Christ died for sinners. But he don't save you in your sin. He saves you from your sin. He breaks the power of sin, opens that heart. Have you ever had your heart broken? The power of sin ever been broken in your heart and in your life? Oh, my friend, I tell you, I tell you this morning, my heart's grieved for our, for our nation, for our young people who are coming up in this generation. They know nothing. They've, not been, they've been taught nothing at home or at school or in the church. Our preachers have failed them. They never call sin, sin. But listen, the old trailblazers are going to be true to your soul day in and day out. Remember, this is the old trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking. I wish you would sit down and write us this morning. Help us with the broadcast. If you appreciate uh, anything that we say, we're standing, we're taking a stand against sin, against unrighteousness. That's right, and we're going to stay here with us, saith the Lord, day by day until the Lord comes and takes us home. And by God's grace, we're going to tell you that you to look to the Lord day by day. This is the old trailblazer. Remember our mailing address. Let me give you that once again. Also, if you'd write us, we'll send you our catalog on the Radio Bible and Bookstore. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 706. 785 and my website radiomissions.org until next time goodbye and god bless you pastor pendarvis invites you to listen to the radio missions internet radio station that presents the old trailblazer broadcast voice of truth broadcast weekly sermons and music 24 hours a day for information and a link to listen visit our website at radiomissions.org That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the Old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 